Opulence will always be associated with Indian royalty. The former princely states have their own stories, deeply rooted in their cultures laced with affluence. In season 1, we told you about the 900 Rolls-Royce cars being owned by the Indian maharajas between 1908 and 1938. We also told you about the extraordinary Patiala necklace that continues to hold high prestige in the world of fine jewelry even today. The maharajas and maharanis wore some of the most splendid jewelry designs. These were commissioned to prestige jewelry houses like Cartier. And I leave you to imagine the worth of these pieces today if some of these were not lost or shifted hands. For the Indian maharajas and maharanis, luxury was not a box concept confined to opulence and extravagance. Living with finesse was a way of life. and it pervaded whatever they did because luxury was about timelessness and establishing india as an important market for these brands quite early the lives of erstwhile indian maharajas and maharanis were surrounded by a shroud of mystery but Certain tales were well documented and keep coming to the forefront. There are tales of bravery and generosity. And then there are tales of ludicrousity that become difficult to make sense of today. Still, these stories are amusing and need to be shared, reminding us about our deep-rooted history. with luxury and some of the world's most prestigious luxury brands. Welcome back to Lux Insider Season 2. Let's begin with the tale of Roshanara and Bobby. We all know about Queen Elizabeth II's love for her corgis. Our history books were filled with images of the love the English royalty had for their pooches. Beat Queen Victoria or even Queen Elizabeth I. I have an interesting tale about an Indian maharaja, the Nawab of Junagadh, and his love for his pooches. My first story is about a tale of Roshanara and Bobby. The Nawab of Junagadh, Mohammad Mahabad Khan III, had 800 dogs. Each had its own room, a telephone, and a servant. More so, the dogs would be dressed in formal evening suits and driven through the city. It doesn't stop here. The Nawab had his favorite pooch. Her name was Roshanara. It so happens that Roshanara fell in love with a golden retriever named Bobby. No second guesses on what the Nawab did next. He organized a magnificent gala for the marriage of his favorite Roshanara and Bobby. How 
extravagant you may ask here are the details the bright pooch was shampooed perfumed adorned by jewelry and dressed in intricately designed brocade she was brought in on a silver palanquin to the darbar hall where the wedding was to take place on the other hand the groom wearing gold bracelets and a necklace was received at the railway station by 250 of his kin dressed in brocade a military band and a guard of honor an estimated rupees 22000 was spent on the wedding today that would equal to rupees 1 to 2 crores by the way the invite was extended to lord irwin the then viceroy of india without a second guess the viceroy politely declined to be a part of the maharaja pooch's wedding celebration the next one which i want to share with you all is the tale of a maharaja and his traveling silver vessels talk about not traveling without your favorite belongings and especially if a person like me who travels often well this maharaja took things a notch higher forget about jewels shoes or any other personal belongings that maharaja's traveled with the maharaja of jaipur maharaja sawai madho singh too entered the guinness book of world records for having the largest silver sterling vessels what did these vessels carry ganga jal Wherever the Maharaja traveled, so did his two silver sterling vessels filled with Ganga jal. And hold your breath, the vessels were made by melting fourteen thousand silver coins. Today, these vessels can be viewed at the Maharaja Sawai Man Singh Two Museum at the City Palace in Jaipur. I've been there. Please go and visit. And now on to the next two stories about two important products in the history of Indian luxury that went missing. The first is the tale of the first Rolls Royce in India. This may be the first dot that may explain how the love affair of Indian maharajas and the British luxury car maker Rolls Royce began. The very first Rolls-Royce car to be imported into India was the Silver Ghost which was also termed as 40 to 50 hp horsepower. The owner of this Silver Ghost was a merchant trader called Frank Nobury. Nobury christened his car the Pearl of the East. It was initially showcased at the Bombay Motor Show in 1908. Nobury then had the car participate in the grueling Bombay to Kolhapur rally. Why do I say grueling? Race criteria outlined that no stops would be made along the way and the bonnet would be locked to make sure no breakdowns could be attended to. I'm sure you can imagine no stops along the way for a car in the early 1900s. Did the Rolls-Royce succeed in this test? Needless to say, 
the pearl of east performed flawlessly and it caught the eye of indian maharajas so who was the first to buy this car now there are conflicting reports as to who was the owner of the first rolls royce car in india some theories point to the maharaja of gwalior while some point to the maharaja of mysore whosoever purchased the car first one thing is for sure almost every indian maharaja purchased a rolls royce car we know about this fascination from the fact that at least 900 rolls royce cars were seen in british india before 1947 you may be wondering what happened to the first rolls royce that was purchased the pearl of the east was not passed down from one generation to the other in fact no one has a clue of where the pearl of east went and there are even no pictures in the public domain it simply vanished that was the tale of first rolls royce my last story for today is the tale of patiala ruby choker which was lost for decades and mysteriously reappeared in 2000 you heard in season 1 about the patiala necklace story The Met Gala of 2022 sparked a controversy when YouTuber Emma Chamberlain wore a Cartier choker that looked similar to the pieces that were part of Cartier's Patiala necklace. In this season, here's another tale of the uniquely crafted and designed Cartier necklace for the Maharaja of Patiala, the Patiala ruby choker. having inherited some of the most coveted gemstones in the royal house's treasury the eccentric maharaja of patiala maharaja bhupender singh supplied cartier with gems to be transformed into many exceptional jewels the patiala ruby choker is a legendary jewelry piece of its own It is composed of crimson ruby beads, oval cabochon, and circular cut rubies, natural pearls, and diamonds set in platinum, which was commissioned for one of his many wives. The ruby choker was layered and worn with actually several necklaces composed of rubies, diamonds, and natural pearls. Now we all know the latest trend of layering. Layering existed then as well. Unfortunately, this gem was lost too. At some point the necklace was sold and its parts were disassembled. And then out of nowhere a bracelet suddenly appeared during a Christie's auction in 2000. This bracelet was actually the Patiala choker. which was identified by the Cartier tradition department dealing in vintage pieces they acquired and restored the jewel to its original design of a choker and is now part of Cartier's Althani collection today this restored piece has a realized value of a whopping 975000 US dollars almost rupees 8 crores Can you believe that? 
hope you found these stories interesting and with that it's a wrap on this week's roundup make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that you do not miss next week's episode yours me your host anita khatri signing off sayonara until then